It's totally normal to get bored of your own brand, especially if you're being really consistent with it. But don't let yourself fall into the shiny object syndrome of constantly needing to change your brand to keep yourself entertained. If you're tired of your brand, it's probably a good thing because it means your ideal clients are getting that consistent, recognizable image. Let me tell you more. You're listening to Aesthetically Speaking. On this podcast, we're talking about all things branding, logos, colors, fonts, and the strategy behind it all. It seems like these days it's easier than ever to build an audience, but harder than ever to stand out online. My name's Rebecca, and I'm a brand strategist and designer. I'm here with my sister, Abby, a lawyer who needs a creative outlet. Together, we're going to talk about how to bring your brand to life. Hi, y'all. This episode is something that I am creating for myself just as much as everybody else, because in the new year, I have been thinking about what I need to do to grow my brand, to elevate my brand, and to really establish the kind of business that I want to have. And I had this cool experience that I wanted to share where I went through everything that I did over the past year, personal and professional wise just kind of looking through my camera roll and highlighting the things that I was happy about that were worth celebrating and some of the challenges or frustrations that I experienced that I wanted to kind of process and let go. And as I was going through this exercise, I kept seeing all of the videos and the content that I had created for my business. And I was struck by how much work I had done in purely just developing my voice and creating content and sharing my expertise, but also in how consistent it was with my brand, not just visually, but message wise too. And when I was kind of going through the results that I'd reached in the last year, I thought, you know, I, I'm really doing it. I'm really growing the business that I want to have. And I have done it by focusing on my brand and staying true to what my core values and beliefs are and it's working. And I'm really proud of that. And that's why I believe so much in branding from the inside out, because it's not just about how it looks, it's really about what it means. So in the new year, as I've been thinking about what I should work on and what my goals should be, I've been looking for podcasts and it's been hard to find something that kind of covers the whole spectrum of reinventing your business from the ground up versus maybe just making some tweaks, which is where I feel like I am. And so this episode is for anyone who feels like they are excited about making changes in their business. You want things to be different and to be better and to show people that things are different and better, but you just don't know where to start. So let me begin by explaining kind of two types of branding that I see a need for. There's kind of people who are like, I need a total rebrand. What I'm doing is not working. We don't need to keep any of it. I want to start from scratch. And there's people who have a solid brand, but are looking at ways that they can elevate and evolve their brand as they are elevating and evolving their own identity. So what I want to make sure that you don't do (laughs) is that you don't rebrand your entire business just because you're like, I'm tired of using these colors or these fonts or like I saw so-and-so's feed and it looked so cute. And so I'm going to rebrand my entire business to look like them. 
Okay. Maybe you saw like a cute Canva template or something and you're like, this is it. This is going to be my new brand. Okay. Been there, done that. Please don't do it to yourself. Okay. There's a reason that you need to be consistent and there's a reason that you feel bored and that's because you are being consistent. So take this opportunity if you're feeling tired of your brand to first of all, give yourself a pat on the back and say, that means I'm using it. Then ask yourself, am I bored of my brand because it doesn't work for me anymore or because I'm being consistent with it? And that will kind of help you know what you need to do, okay? So if you're feeling ready for a new brand, let's talk about the different kinds of levels, okay? So let me ask you this, and I want you to think about your business and what you ultimately want from your business, okay? And what do you need to change about your brand to help you have the business that you want to have? There's a couple things that I see wrong with my clients' brands when we start working together. One is that it's just not professional, right? It looks like a DIY brand. It doesn't look very high end. It doesn't seem like it's very cohesive or put together. The second thing is maybe it's like a decent looking brand but it just is not resonating with your target audience. Like what you're selling and the way that you're talking about it and the way that you're presenting it is not aligned. And the third and then the most common thing that I see is a brand that just doesn't feel like you. And this is something that really only you can know because I have had clients come to me and say, I need a new brand. I hate my brand. And I'm like, okay, Let's take a step back. Let's reevaluate it. You know, look at the messaging, look at all of these things. And they're like, it's all fine. I might, like, my brand is fine. It would be fine for the next six figures that I'm going to make in my business. It's just not me. And when you're building a personal business, especially as a coach or consultant where people are really paying for you and your expertise and your value, it has to feel like you. And when you get that right, it is so magical to be able to show up and feel like this sense of wholeness, like this is me and it's the version of me that I want to present to the world. It's the version of me that I want to step into. And there's something seriously magical about that that happens for you and then your ideal clients see it and that's what makes them say, okay, I'm ready to work with her. Okay, so if your brand isn't professional, doesn't look good, doesn't feel like you, it's not resonating with the people that you really want to attract, there's kind of an identity and a self-image piece that we've got to figure out before we really do any designing. And this is what I help my clients with and something that I think makes me unique is that what I am doing is a lot of coaching and a lot of explaining and a lot of questioning in your identity to help you figure out like, who are you really? And who do you want to be in your business? What do you have to offer? Why does that matter? Why are you offering that instead of something else? And where is the sweet spot between what you have to offer and what your ideal clients really want? Something that I see a lot is a coach who is working on their mindset all the time without truly making changes in their business. And it really keeps them stuck because they want to believe, I don't need a better brand. I don't need better content. I just need to work on my mindset. But if 
all you are doing is that internal piece, it's not going to be reflected to your ideal clients. And that's why I think branding is so powerful because it is this synergy between how you feel on the inside and how you present yourself on the outside. So if this is you, right, and you're like, I know that I need a whole new brand, you know, I, I'm really trying to be a high ticket coach, but my brand does not match the prices that I want to offer. Okay. And honestly, this is just me being very candid here. This is the number one reason why you're struggling to sign clients. I'm just going to say it. It's not the fact that you don't believe in yourself. It's not because you're not a good coach. It's not because you don't have enough visibility. It's not because people don't know what you do or don't need what you do. They don't trust you. They don't think that what you are charging is worth it because it doesn't look professional enough. But the awesome thing about this is that the solution is so simple, right? If we rebrand your business, it truly is the missing piece that brings all of that together because you've done that mindset work, because you've worked on your offers, because you're being consistent in your business and you're working on your visibility, all of those things come together and we're able to actually say, see, this is what I'm doing. This is why it's valuable and people can see it and feel it before they even understand it. It's so cool. So here's what happens when we're doing like a total rebrand, okay? We start with that self-identity piece. Then we do some messaging where we're like, okay, how do we explain this? How do we say this really, really specifically so that we're not confusing people? And this is something when I talk about kind of the next level of branding, I'll bring this up again. But basically what we're going to do is you need to identify where your client is, your ideal client, where they are right now and where they want to be. And then explain how your offer is the thing that gets them from where they are to where they want to be. Like you've got to make it very clear that there's a gap there and that your offer is the only thing, the best thing, the fastest thing, the the whatever thing that fills that gap. And when you do that, your clients will come as long as you have the aesthetics that match, okay? Once we have that messaging piece. Then we do the design of it, right? Where we're finding the right colors to communicate that. We're finding the right fonts. Something that I see a lot is people who think that a high ticket brand has to look one very specific way where it's like, I'm going to use this fancy calligraphy font and this all caps, really thin sans serif font because I want people to know that it's fancy. And that definitely can work. But it's not the only solution. In fact, I would argue that it's a little bit overused at this point. And so what would be much better is to say, let's find something that really captures your personality and put it together really professionally. And it will communicate that high ticket luxury vibe that you're going for. You can go through my portfolio, have several case studies on my website, and all of my clients are high ticket, high value coaches or consultants or service providers, and their brands are all very, very different from one another. So don't get caught in thinking that you need to copy so-and-so in order to attract a certain kind of client, because I don't think that's true. I think the best way for you to have a professional brand is to have a brand that is authentic to you and professionally designed. Okay. So we do the design. We find all of those details. I'm working a lot with my clients to do photography 
it's not mandatory when you work with me, but I do think it's really beneficial. And so something that I'm, I'm doing a lot more is planning, coordinating, executing brand photo shoots to help you have the imagery that you need to really sell yourself. Okay. So if you're doing this on your own, okay, because I know that not everyone who listens to this podcast is going to be able to hire me to give them a complete rebrand. If you're doing this for yourself, I want you just to ask yourself by looking at your current brand, like your content, your photos, your website, your Instagram stories, right? And just kind of ask yourself, like, what's not working? What's lacking? What is missing? What do I expect to see here? Or what what do I think my ideal clients would expect to see here that they're not seeing? And then just go on Pinterest and start finding some inspiration and be thoughtful. Put it together with some strategy. If you need help with this, I have a completely self-paced course called Brand in a Day that will walk you through this. But start to take those ideas that you have in your mind and work on executing them visually. And this is hard to do. That's why people hire me because this is really hard to do on your own. It's hard to do for yourself. But if you are looking to totally rebrand, that's what I would start with. Okay. The second type of rebranding that I want to talk about is more of a refocus. Okay. So this is for the person who has a good brand, right? You've got that identity piece figured out. You know exactly who you are. You know what you have to offer. You know why it's valuable. And you're probably even really good at explaining it, right? Like your messaging is good, but you have this sense of like, I either want to raise my prices or I would like to launch a new offer and just really want to elevate my ideal client so that I can sign more clients and more aligned clients. And I just feel like I don't know where to start. Okay. And this has been me many times, right? My brand has stayed very consistent, but I have constantly evolved and elevated my brand to attract higher clientele. So what I want you to do is rather than worry about your own identity and who you are and stressing out about if you are cool enough or good enough, or if it makes sense, right? Like we've done that work. I want you to focus on your ideal client. Really hone in on them, channel them, talk to them as much as you can, and make some bold and powerful decisions about who they are and what they want. And I want you to make these decisions not based on what you think exists, who you think maybe could be an ideal client, but really use your imagination and say like, what would my ideal client love to have my help on? Even if you have never met somebody who wants your help with this, okay? And I'm going to give you a personal example because this truly has been so powerful. I have always loved styling, styling events, styling decor, styling photos. And it was a dream of mine for a long time to basically make things look pretty and get paid for it. I actually did that when I was working at my corporate job. I was a creative director for our photo shoots. And so I got to choose models. I got to choose locations. I got to make the shot list. I got to organize everything. And then I got to be there on set and say, do it this way, do it that way. I got to get the flowers and style the invitations and take the pictures. And I've done that a lot. And I absolutely loved it. And when I started doing my own thing, right? Like my started my business, 
I was like, how cool would it be if somebody paid me to do that as an individual, right? Not as a corporation, but just as an individual. And I have helped, I'm trying to count on my fingers, I have helped four or five clients in the last year plan and style their photo shoots. For my VIP clients, I even will go in person and help them style a photo shoot for their brand where I'm choosing the location, choosing the clothing, helping them style the desk space or whatever it is. And that is something that a few years ago, if I had said, oh, I just don't know anyone out there who wants that, I would have limited myself and excluded myself from this amazing opportunity. And it truly is a gift and a skill that I have. I didn't know anybody in real life who wanted that, but I imagined in my mind that my ideal client wanted me to help them plan their photo shoot and valued my expertise in making things just so. And because of that, I've been able to offer those services and help my clients do that. And you can do the same thing, okay? So remember who your ideal client is and what they want. And if you have done the real work of building a brand, if you have a solid brand strategy, this should honestly be pretty easy for you to refer to. And I really do call it channeling sometimes because I will like sit there and really try to tap into my ideal client. And I try to imagine them in their business or in whatever domain it is that that you serve them in. And I just think, what is it that's frustrating them, right? You've heard the phrase like, what keeps them up at night? But really, what is it? What is it that they are embarrassed by? What is it that they have tried to fix on their own and failed? What is it that they are tired of dealing with, right? Look at this problem from all different angles. And then look at their desire, what they want, what their goal is, what the opportunity is. What are they excited about? What are they having a hard time believing but they secretly really want? What do they see other people doing that they get jealous of? Okay, jealousy is such a good one to tap into for your ideal clients. If you can just think, what is my ideal client jealous of? Like, what do they see that makes them feel like, oh, I wish I had that? And then, like I said, you need to find the way that your offer fills the gap. So make a list, one side of the paper, pain points, problems, other side of the paper, desires, goals, opportunities. And then in the middle, where does your offer come in? How does your offer fill the gap for them? So if the goal of refocusing your brand in 2024 is to speak to a higher clientele, which I suspect it is, there are a few low-hanging fruits that I want to address, okay? Number one is you've got to stop talking about how your clients don't have money or don't have success. And it's not because this is insulting. Um, it's just because it doesn't resonate with them. Okay. When people have money, even if they want more money, right? Because everybody wants more money. They're not worried about not having enough, enough money. They're worried about other kind of tangential things around that. Like, how do I make more money without working more? How do I make more money without being stressed? How do I make sure that I'm being smart with my money, right? They're kind of these secondary things. And so if you're just focused on how your offer will help them make more money, it's not quite going to hit home. 
So I think you really have to emphasize the nuance of that. And the second thing is you need to make a stronger connection between what you do and how that helps them get the result that they want. Okay. So continuing with this example of making more money, let's say that you are a business coach. You can't just say, I'm a business coach, so I'll help you make more money. You need to strengthen that connection. And you can do that in lots of ways, right? Because you're going to make lots of content about this. But you have to say, coaching helps you make more money by, or when we're coaching, I'm not worried about how much money you're making because, right? So you can kind of talk about that. And then the next kind of tier of things. So once you've done kind of those low hanging fruits, then we need to kind of work on the positioning of your brand overall. Because really, when you want to speak to a higher clientele, it's not about knowing who you are or knowing what you have to offer is valuable. It's really about positioning yourself as the right solution for that level of client. And so I think there's a couple creative things that you can do. Number one is you can give something a better name. You can introduce a new offer. You can introduce a new price. I don't always love just raising your prices every year. I raised my prices this year for the first time in two or three years because I think it is a tool to position your business, but it's not the only one. I think it can be just as effective to release a very low ticket offer that positions your other offers as more expensive, more luxurious. Um, I also think you can introduce a new offer that is more expensive than what you've done in the past and explain how that's different. But I think that you have to be willing to say, I am a high ticket or high level coach or consultant. And I know that what I'm offering is worth this and really make that connection stronger. Another thing that you can do is, and this is just why working with a brand strategist or designer is so valuable because I think it's really, really powerful to do a new series, a new set of content, a new freebie, like something that helps your ideal clients see explicitly who you are and that you are targeting a higher clientele. Last thing, which is a little out of order, but you guys get the honest flow anyway, is a really easy way to elevate your ideal client and make sure that you are speaking to that higher clientele is to identify the kind of person that you're speaking to right now and what they struggle with and what they want and then identify the higher clientele and how they are different and then share those differences in lots of different ways with your audience. A lot of times I see people saying things like, you probably don't know that you don't have to work hard to make money or whatever it is. And it's like, no, people know that. They just don't know how to do it or they don't know why doing what you do makes it work. And so I think you have to be willing to to dive into a little bit of the how and not just talk about the what. I also think lower clientele care about solving problems. 
higher clientele care about getting what they want and reaching their goals. So I would look at your content and like honestly evaluate like how often am I talking about a problem versus how often am I presenting something just as a desirable opportunity. And that will give you a pretty good idea of what clientele you're speaking to. This really isn't about changing who you are or changing what your brand is. This is about positioning your brand in a way that resonates with a higher clientele. And this is truly my expertise. So if you are needing a total rebrand or if you're just needing to refocus your current brand, I would love to help you. I am introducing a new offer in my business called the Rebrand Experience. This is a year-long branding package where I will be helping you master the identity you need as you grow your brand and will also reinvent your entire brand and website from the inside out. Over the course of 12 months, we'll work together to figure out who you want to be and how you can communicate that to the clients that you want to work with. We'll come up with the perfect messaging and then the most show-stopping brand design you can possibly imagine for your business, along with a website that clearly explains your offers and generates demand for your services, as well as the other assets that you need to expand your brand and grow your business. Social media templates, workbooks or PDFs that you need designed, client experience designs, all of those things will be taken care of so that you can focus on sharing your message and serving your clients and knowing that what you're doing is in alignment with the prices that you want to charge and the way that your brand looks. A lot of people could slap together a perfectly functional brand for you and give it to you in a couple weeks or a few months. But what I want to do is help you elevate your own identity over the course of a year so that you can consistently communicate who you are, not just in words, but in visuals and in the practical systems of your business. And I only have two spots available for this package. So if you're interested, send me an email or reach out on Instagram and we'll discuss what it looks like and how I can help you grow the business of your dreams through your brand. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed listening to Aesthetically Speaking. If you want to support the podcast, please leave us a nice review or connect with us on Instagram at Rebecca Peterson Studio. 